podcast fans around the world, welcome to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. We have to like, we have to get, can we get on a list to get an air horn? I, why? So I don't have to go, bow, 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 bow. I don't have to do that. You're right, that's way cheaper. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to cost us anything. Jesus. Thank you for that intro, Mr. E. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, so I have a I have a story I wanted to share with you guys. Ooh. And the first thing I asked you was, do you know who Charles Baker is? Oh, he did ask this earlier. And you guys said no. Charles but... Baker. I thought it was the dead giveaway guy. Nope. Mm, but it's no. all right. You definitely dead know giveaway. him. As soon as I tell you who he played. That's Antoine Dunn. No. Someone who he played. <laughs> who he portrayed. So okay. that being said, He's I'm sitting guy. in my car eating lunch. And I'm below a uh, big pine tree. And the wind kicks up. Okay. <laughs> knocks a pine cone. Just knocks a pine cone loose. Falls straight into my hood and dents my hood. Oh, shit. Just really? a big ding. And I look over at it. Because I was looking down at my screen while I was eating lunch. I was watching uh, Rick and Morty or something. Okay. And... Um, Immediately, I look up, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then I look up, and right there, also noticing the ding, was Charles Baker. The actor? The actor. Wow. Here, Whoa. let me give you, yeah, me give you a sample. I don't quite remember who he is at the moment. <laughs> let me give you a sample. What do you think all those sparkles and shit are? Transporters uh-huh. are breaking you apart, man, down to your molecules and bones. They're making a copy. That dude who comes out on the other side, he's not you. He's the color Xerox. Xer- Skinny Pete. Skinny Pete. You saw Skinny Pete? So no. <laughs> I was gonna say no so fucking funny. way. This is so funny. I knew the answer. He was. I knew this whole thing was bullshit. Like as he started the story, like somehow I just. Cause... You always have such good stories, and I wanted to come at it with this week. Oh, and the only thing that happened God. to me today was a fucking pine cone fell on my hood. That, that happened. It was funny. That, that happened. was good. You, I was already on board. I was like, wow. A pi- I actually because I was thinking of the Widowmaker pine cones, how they kill people. I was like, your car could have been killed, and, it, and he just got a new car, ladies and gentlemen. So I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's it like just four got, months old. It just got broken in, pretty much, huh. is what happened. But then when he saw Skinny Pete, I was like, wow, that's even cooler. I can't believe you. <laughs> when was the last time you guys actually saw a celebrity in public? I saw Dave Hester, I told you this, yes. at the pho place I go to from Storage Wars. His net worth is like $7 million. I mean, he that was on a popular TV show. Well, for those who doesn't know, he was on Storage Wars. And yes. He was the guy that would... I consider him a celebrity. Yeah. Maybe not an A-list, but he sure Definitely is a celebrity. Definitely not an A-list. I mean, God, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like... He's no, someone famous then. Someone he's famous. On the third tier call list for Dancing with the Stars. You know what I mean? Like he is so low. Okay, okay. when's the last time when's you saw someone Hester famous? I know, someone I'm trying to think now because like, yeah, I got, I'd say... Last time I heard about something famous was when you told me about Dave Hester, is what I'd say. So like I haven't I can't think of anyone famous right now. Yeah, I'm trying to blank. It was probably the last time. Probably I was at Comic Con, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, it'd be Comic Con. That's an easy spot. All right, well I have some real story here. Thank God. <laughs> no kidding. It's kind I of a mysterious. I can't nature. wait to go next week with my story now. Right. I can't wait to just reel you in with some bullshit and just be like, oh by the way, it was I just took a shit. That's all. That's all the story was. I went to the bathroom and took a shit, right? And have you heard of this guy named Patrick Stewart? <laughs> like, <laughs> you might know him. Hey, man. Oh, that's for TP, you see. Yeah. It was originally yeah, going to be Ted Dancing. And I was like, nah, that's too good. That's too that good. Was, yeah, no, yeah, no. No, you set it up. No, you, okay, just get to your story. But I will say, like, 
you add some plausibility because you asked us before the podcast if we knew who he was. I think that adds a little plausibility to your to your life. Oh, I've been <laughs> building it up all day. Yeah, the dude. funny thing too is like Sean never uses exclamation points when he's texting. So when he texts, it's like I got a story oh, that's yeah. gonna blow you You're away. Right. I was he's like, been doing it all day. Bullshit. He texted. He sent the text too. Is gonna blow us away. <laughs> I was like, this, this is bullshit. Sean is not this that expressive layered. when he texts. This has been layered. <laughs> anyway, that's funny. Early cute. <laughs> yeah, early clues. for sure. All right, so I have a uh, story about a wizard rock in Arizona. Ah, oh, man, me too. Where was it? Do you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. A wizard rock, huh? <laughs> you're a rocky, you're a wizard. I know. <laughs> Someone's salty. God. So uh, where did uh, Breaking Bad take place? Is, that's not Arizona. That's, that's uh, New, Mexico. New Mexico. All right, well, they're both deserts. So here yeah, we go. Right, same thing. There's a one-ton boulderly, boulder that's uh, like a national monument in Arizona off the Highway 89 in Prescott. Okay. And suddenly, it vanished one day. Holy shit. A one-ton no boulder? Yeah, a one-ton boulder known as the Wizard Rock. What the hell? I, I'm inclined to ask questions unless you have more yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, finish like, that. I, I know, because like, I would like to know why it's called the Wizard Rock, if you have that info. Yeah, it's called the Wizard Rock because it has a vein of quartz running through it that's supposedly beautiful and rare and a big one-ton boulder. I'm very let down. (laughs) That's pretty interesting, though. No, no, that's good. I was just kind of hoping, like, yeah, some kid touched it. He's a wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Just him. So they called him Wizard Rock. Quartz Uh, is good, too. So it vanished, and then it suddenly came back. Okay, now it's back to the wizard rock. What do you mean? Like, did it roll away? You said it was a boulder. They don't know. But at the end of the day, like, wouldn't you think they do an investigation on it or release their findings? Like, we can see forklift scrapings here and, like, tire tracks here. And... Yeah, marks against the rocks. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Some sort of forensic rock. evidence. Did they even try? I don't know. I don't know. The story here doesn't really elaborate. You're a that. real wizard. How do they even know it really disappeared then? I know this. You know, like, if they don't have any answers, how do they know it wasn't there? It wasn't. <laughs> they probably went like to the wrong location. Like it's not there. Then some guy does yeah, it. Was, like, it's saying. right there. It's big. Oh my <laughs> <Yeah>. god. <laughs> you got me. You got me. I don't know. That's it probably a... was a real wizard. I think. I'd like to think. Lifted it. Took it away. Charged it with more wizard power. Quartz, as we all know now. And then, uh-huh. threw, it, and then threw it back. <laughs> That's what I choose to believe. I'm thinking Captain America probably came back in time, took it and to defeat Thanos, mm-hmm. and then put it back when he was done. You know what I mean? I'm actually more curious where the wizard, where the wizard rock got to say that five times fast, right? Um, I'm very curious where it went for the night. Maybe it was like it, it granted someone, a, someone a wish, like in New York or something, for that night, and then it went back. I think it was gone for a while. <laughs> yeah, it went on a fling for a minute. Know, we're talking about it, right? A fucking yeah. bender. Oh my god. Oh, it went missing for more than two weeks. Okay, see, you should have... That's that's more important. I thought it was like a day. I was like, okay, two weeks. I mean, it's weird, right? It's weird that something heavy left and then came back. I feel... You know, okay. It's last, believed, last thing I'll say on it. Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like, like a kid took it and his mom made him take it back. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, his mom found it in the backyard. Like, what is this? What like, the fuck? Yeah, it just made him take it back. It's believed heavy equipment moved it, so... I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the guy like discovered the pyramid scheme or something, right? Well, okay. Here's a topic I had for last time we didn't get to, so I'm going to get to it now. So um, on um, on this show and in past shows that me and Sean have hosted, we've been really obsessed with different materials, different things. We Because Sean's a designer, so he Starlight. loves hearing this type of stuff. And yep. star- Oh, yeah. Starlight. Give him, give him a 30-second what Starlight is. 30-second 
breakdown of starlight, it's a ceramic material that is uh, 100 times stronger at heat resistant than uh, the tiles they use on the space shuttle. It would revolutionize all sorts of industries, and the owner's a dick and doesn't get out the formula, and he since died. The formula went with him. And that's it. And Sean is obsessed with that story, and I'm glad he mentioned that. because it's love funny. it. Yeah, so I found a new thing that we've been obsessed with, a little bit more information about it, because in the past on the show, we talked about biomaterials and what the strongest biomaterial is, which Ooh, is okay. spider, spider webs. Okay, yes. Remember, we, we talked about that. Then we actually did another topic on our old show about uh, the goats that were spliced. With the spiders, to ma- and they're they basically the milk had spider webs in yes, them. Yes, that's it. Remember yes, that? Yes. And that was going to be all about making good bulletproof vests because spider webs are like the strongest biomaterial, blah, 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 blah. Well, they have been dethroned. Ooh. There is a stronger biomaterial out there now, and it's called CNF or cellulose nanofiber material. Cellulose nanofiber material. And I'm about to tell you all about it. Fascinating. <laughs> and uh, pretty much um, the secret behind this material is the cellulose nanofibrils, and it's these little fibers that come together to make the cell walls of the wood really strong and stiff. It's, it's basically like Viagra for the cells of the wood. It makes them really, really stiff and really hard, so it's a wood-based material. They okay. basically like chop it up and pulp it and they um they densify it it's called like a densification process so they're basically making wooden material really strong and it's one-fifth the weight of steel and it's five times stronger than steel and like i said it's the newest strongest biomaterial be- beating out spider webs so that's very interesting because you can biomaterial right even though it's all this toxic shit in there bro <laughs> <laughs> it's biomaterial you see well because i mean you can classify strong in several ways like sheer force versus okay. uh weight to uh distribution and uh like the weight the weight distribution of something that's holding up versus the weight of the object and mm-hmm. or the beam it, like, so do they say anything about its bending factors or like some metals are good in earthquakes because they sway like I, Ooh, i'm just I so curious about the properties of this I because see. who gives a shit if it if it can't do everything steel can you know what I mean? Oh, and I those properties. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying because um, basically, like I said before, all I know is it's a, it's a fifth of the weight of steel and it's five times stronger. And actually what they did though is in Toyota is investigating the CNFs, the cellulose nanofiber material. Uh-huh. And I guess a car was actually made in Japan made in the CNF material. And it reduced the weight of the car by 10% and it basically reduced one person's worth of household carbon emissions for a year by making the car this way versus making it, I guess, with... <laughs> whatever they make cars with now. I'm not saying I know I don't know anything about cars. Well, yeah, it's but, um, steel and aluminum. Exactly. But I was kind of more attracted to the idea because, first of all, we we have talked about spider webs, and I feel like a lot of people have heard that little fact where, like, oh, if we could mass produce spider webs, it'd be like the strongest thing ever. And oh my God, revolution. But now we're creating stuff. Well, isn't that Chinese silk from the. Uh, is it a silk beetle? I don't know about the, I don't silk, know. the silk beetle. <laughs> no, I don't know about well, that. Well, Chinese silk, isn't that. Um, it's manufactured. Oh, it's like a, it's like a moth or a larva? Either way. <laughs> Um, I love how much we don't know, but we we always just like, but but we do, but, but we kind of do. No, we kind of do. But like, I spider webs, I think are stronger. All right, we're gonna uh, mystery. Uh, we're gonna at some point go go to another topic. But can you look up what's stronger, spider webs or spider silk? At some point. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that that was my point. I'm just saying the well, people have been claiming, doing this. I think people have been doing this for a while. I try like the Chinese have farmed these small insects oh, for their goods and are so purposing it into. So I see. Well, I'm curious because I know what What's I did. What's the sp- difference? I don't even know the difference between web and silk. So I don't know. So, probably saliva. <laughs> I think one could I'm up. not looking that up. I know, exactly. <laughs> my, time so, is, my time is better spent I, elsewhere. I, I assume uh, when they said that it was uh, made the car 10 times more efficient, offset the carbon and whatnot, I'm guessing they weighed that against the manufacturing 
of the materials? It's basically just like a mold like system, it sounds like. They, they take all the wood pulp. It's like pulpified and really small. They throw okay. it in the vat and they boil it with all these chemicals. Okay. And that densifies it. And it almost sounds like it makes like a fluid, if you will. And then you just pour it somewhere and it hardens and it makes this material. And it's like strong. So, again, I don't necessarily know the... It's stronger than steel five times. So, I guess the bendability, though, I wouldn't necessarily know. I have no idea. So, you know what's fascinating? You actually turned me on to something that's very uh, similar to this in that the guy on YouTube that makes knives. Yeah. And how he made a knife out of cardboard. I've been trying to think this whole time. What does this remind me of? It reminds me of the guy who made a knife out of cardboard. And the way he did it was he broke down the cardboard in water. He teared it up, put it in water, boiled it, and then strained it. Mm. Saved that strained stuff for later. Broke down the larger cardboard chunks again and then again and again. And eventually he was left with a pulp. That he was then able to uh, smash, yeah, yeah, compress into shape, and then he used the 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 first uh, the water he discarded, yeah, or the the strained material to like glue it all together. So it's it's interesting Jesus. that like yeah, and it's like breaking down stuff, densifying it, making it stronger, putting it back together, and, and it just yeah, and it makes it really strong. That's very interesting. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool because I feel like I don't know all my topics. I'm always attracted to shit that I think the future's going to happen. It's almost like a futurology thing, but like, so this could be maybe something cars will be made of this in the future. Although at this point we've talked about, um, this is only the strongest biomaterial. All the unbiomaterials probably like a bajillion times stronger. Like, oh, that was one other thing. This actually, this article did mention that this uh, process could maybe help carbon nanotube um, formation. What? I don't know. Yeah, I did, that's all it said. Really? It, was like, it was like a... It was like a throwaway sentence at the end of the article, right? but, I was, but I, said, I was just like, really? Because carbon nanotubes, as hopefully we all know, is like the strongest material supposedly we could think of, but we can't mass produce it at all. We could, It takes a long time to make a little sheet of it. Throwing carbon nanotubes or carbon fiber at the end of your article is like in a space story saying, oh, dark matter. It is. No, back to our, yeah, buzzword. Uh-huh. Just a buzzword. Yeah, like, a oh, buzzword. yeah, the cash flow. Equity. Cash flow. Equity. <laughs> Equity. Right? Money. Money. Money good for you. <laughs> if you do this, you get money. Perfect. I, I don't know. I have a, um, a fun story here, but no, I have one I want to tease before we go to break. Such a tease, man. You're teasing <laughs> your stories. You're teasing mm, I love shit it. all day. Tease God. me more. Give me the meat. <laughs> Stop teasing. Don't, meet me. Don't isolate that later, please. <laughs> <laughs> give me the meat. <laughs> give me the give me give, 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 give me the meat. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to South Korea? Yes. No. <laughs> Dude, just, I was gonna say yes too. I wish we'd, I was about to say yes too. I wish we had said it. So I always like, wanted to travel course. to Korea because I was a big StarCraft fan at one time. So still am right. actually. But yes, it's a national sport over there. It is. And I'm not exaggerating or being racist. Look it up. It sure is a fun fact for you. Mm. Jeez. That <laughs> was very dead. No, something I thought was very interesting is there was a publicity stunt for the mayor of South Korea in that – or some mayor of a town in South Korea. I'm actually shocked they have mayors. <laughs> Continue. It was a coastal cleanup day, international coastal cleanup day. So this mayor – How exciting. To make it seem like his community was doing their part. He dumped a bunch of fucking garbage on the beach. He dumped a metric ton of garbage on the beach. Is that not a uh, exaggeration? A metric fuck ton, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then he had uh, people clean it up. Like the cleaning crews came and cleaned it up. That was nice of him. (laughs) No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. At the same time, like, do you really not have bigger things to worry about in South Korea? Is you? It sounds like a utopia where you have to like. 
throw garbage because your your international cleanup people don't have my, anything to do. My stupid mind, I'm sitting there like, wait, couldn't they have cleaned up real trash? And it's like, no, there was that little trash there. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Of course, they also like will cut your hand off if you throw any trash anywhere, right? Oh, is that re- no? That's know. North Korea. Oh, okay, never mind. Well, then, no, then it's good. They're just good people, I guess. Yeah. I don't think they get trash. It's high to throw away. I think it's high fines. They get high fines. I think. Dude, have you seen that documentary on North Korea where they're sneaking in DVDs and stuff? It's crazy. No. All I know is if I DVDs? if I lived in North Korea, I would not risk a goddamn thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I would in, be the like perfect citizen. Like, people so, are risking their lives to sneak in Zoolander to them, or what? Yes. what do you mean? Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> so here's why: because they ban all Western culture and whatnot. Oh. And so they want, and they have their own propaganda culture that they want their people to feed into. So any sort of outside input opinions exactly is just dissenting Jesus. opinions. And so there's like factions that send DVDs of Zoolander and fucking, I don't know, the Big Lebowski oh over there gosh. just to get a taste of Western culture and freedom. Wow. Right? I'd send they them deserve die hard. that. I'd send I mean, them diehard. Diehard. Die <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my God. The, the uh, Broomhilda and I really got into it over Die Hard and whether it's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. That's what a lot of people say. Are you the anti? I don't know. I just haven't been convinced yet. I think this is a topic for another day, though. I mean, I agree, because I could tell... Wow. We'll have a Christmas episode. Wow. Stay tuned. I'm very shocked at that one. <laughs> well, for my next topic, I'd like to catch us all up on the world of dick transplants. Ooh. Right? Okay. Am I right? I thought we'd all want to talk about it, because Sean's always mentioning wanting a new dick. So I was like, I found I found yep. one. I found the way. I want two. Yeah. One for the forehead, as we all know. So, I looked it up, actually. So, in 2006 was the first penis transplant, and it happened in China. And it was a 44-year-old guy. Okay. It was a 10-centimeter dick, by the way. I didn't look that. Is that big? I don't even know. But um, <laughs> Is that erect? I, I'm assuming it wasn't. I, no, I feel like a measurement has to be erect. No. You don't uh, measure yourself flaccid. I hate how American I am. What's 10 centimeters? That is uh, 3.9 inches. Oh, that can't be erect. Uh, and if we, I don't know. Chinese guy. <laughs> that was a Chinese guy. So, I mean, well, if he got the transplant, obviously that's yeah. erect. I mean, he could also be a beer can, too. We don't know. Yeah, right, exactly. Sure. I'm sure that's how it, I'm right. sure exactly how this works. So, I mean, long story short, how, how a penis transplant works is, uh-huh. first of all, get a person who has no penis through whatever happened. They didn't say what happened to the Chinese guy. The other guys I do know. Uh, but I don't know what happened to the Chinese guy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, basically, you get a donor donor penis and so someone just dies uh-huh. get their dick and you throw it to throw it to this guy the chinese guy uh-huh. and then it's microsurgery where they they take all the little blood vessels and put them together and they kind of see what happens so the so two weeks after the guy had uh, had the surgery he had to have it he had it removed he cut it off <gasps> oh my why? god what happened his body why. rejected it Uh-oh. a little combo couple things so yes the body was rejecting it they said it possibly wasn't getting enough um blood because it started having a little bit of necrosis but here's the real reason <laughs> the necrotic the dick reason. <laughs> and actually actually Fuck. i put this right here so necrotic dick this is what the doctor who did the first one did he's like okay while well, the donor here's what he said to a press conference this is what the doctors worked uh-huh. about the guy who had he basically got the implant or he got the dick, and then two weeks later, he cut it off. 
Um, while the donor penis worked fine, restoring urinary function and the capacity to have sex, the recipient just couldn't get past the severe psychological effects that could come from having someone else's <laughs> penis attached to your body. Because of severe that psychological... That would be really yeah, weird. It would be, right? It's crazy. It's actually a weird lane I look with okay. that. But, uh, so because of the severe psychological problem of the recipient and his wife, they mentioned his wife oh. didn't like it either, uh, the transplanted penis regretfully had to be cut off. Oh my god! And that's what he said. So, so then, then was he on, a well, eunuch after that? Hang on. Well, well, hang on. He was before. Well, like right, it had to be. Uh, they he didn't wasn't say what happened before. He had a small penis. No, no, no. It's a penis transplant. So you, well, actually, uh, maybe he cut it off. I have a feeling because all the other people, do, it's it's gone, and then they get one. I I can't imagine the Chinese guy cut his dick off. So no, no I'm he sure had he, lost a, he had a small penis. That's why they transplanted it. Am I not getting that correct? Oh no, he uh, the ten. No, yes. no, he didn't. No, he just got a transplant. No, the ten centimeter dick is what he got. He got a 10 So he paid dick. to have a three and a half inch penis yes. put on him. <laughs> yes. The Chinese, remember? That's probably huge over there. Like, God, shut up. Stop stop, stop judging their dicks. All right, I'll shut up. No, no it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, no. So, but you're right about the psychological thing about, so, yeah, people, when they get face transplants, they do the same. They look in the mirror and don't see, see that themselves. that would be real weird. But, like, but, a face would be incredibly weird. But here's the deal. You're telling me that the psychological effects are the reason they cut it off but you i, I feel like you're brushing past you're just the rushing wife. right past the fact that his dick was rotting <laughs> so because so, look basically it's china right so they were like because this is the chinese doctor who said all this so he's like yeah it's working fine blah 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 but then other people said they looked at the pictures and they saw like signs of necrosis and stuff so yeah, yeah it really was the dick was rotting off yeah yeah but so but then his the statements tra- were false things. but still when they got it on him it worked but, but for anyway, her, until it died. So anyway, that's 2006. <laughs> 2006. Okay. 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 Now let's fast forward 2015. Second penis transplant. This one's in the South. Is this Af- him? Nope. No. Okay. This no. is penis. This guy's done. Chinese God, guy's damn. done. How many penis? Right, I have what? eight pages. All right. So we got the whole thing. So just uh, buckle it. You guys got too interested in the Chinese guys. Right, I'm going to get my drink. Okay. So yeah. So 2015. Second one was a South African man. He lost his dick in a uh, botch uh, ritual circumcision. circumcision. Mm. And so it was gone. And so um, they did a surgery on him, and that one was declared a success. They declared it a success. It was fully functional. He could pee and do all that stuff. And then six months later, after he got the appendage attached, he, in theory, fathered a child. Okay. But all that part I don't necessarily believe because <laughs> he, he says, like, oh, the recipient told the doctors his girlfriend is pregnant. Okay. So, I mean, obviously someone else could have done it. And I couldn't find any other thing about the kids. So why do you doubt it? Did he eventually cut it off? He had no dick, and then someone threw a dick on him, and then he got someone pregnant. Yeah, it's because yeah, he needed balls. the dick. <laughs> yeah, your balls it's just make a, the magic. It's a vehicle. It's pretty <laughs> impressive. As all, like, I don't want to believe All this is a highway, bro. The I cars are made kid. down there. I couldn't find the kid. I did research. I was trying to find... Like, I, didn't want to, I was like trying to find... Like, I don't see why you think this is so unbelievable. Max is that guy that thinks pee is stored in the balls. <laughs> I know, dude, during this, I know they're not stored that way. I said, I just, I, 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 whatever, fuck you guys. Like, I don't, I'm just shocked then that it it would attach that way. But these are all the penis ones. So, well, if you could pee, I mean, imagine you could do, you know, you could ejaculate. Yes. I just, I don't know. Just the way it's worded, like, oh, his girlfriend's pregnant doesn't necessarily mean he did it. Well, in South Africa, you never know. Well, are they just (laughs) promiscuous over there? I have no idea. So, uh, any other dick stories over there? Well, no, that was all the lead up to the main thing is right now we know because this is the main event right here. So, last year was the world's first penis and scrotum transplant. They got the whole kit and boodle on this guy. Oh, shit. Recently, 2019, basically like a week or two ago, they announced 
that it was uh, successfully and fully functioning. So this guy, uh, it was a war veteran, a veteran basically. He stepped on a mine, blew up, lost his legs, dick, balls, all that stuff, and some of it in his abdomen. And they he, he got this transplant. Here's something I thought was kind of funny. He They attached a five-pound transplant to this man. Five pounds, god damn, like the whole thing, like, I don't know what they, the whole thing, you know, god damn, between your leg and yeah, right, like, yeah, dude, yeah, well, they did say it was even part of some abdomen, they, so yeah. it's a big thing they attached to this dude, and it was a 14-hour operation, wow. and they stitched together hundreds of tiny blood vessels, millimeters thick, and yeah, a year later, it's working completely fine, it, now it works, here's what the doctor said, it works, it worked, now it works, it's near normal erections, he has orgasms, he can uh, pee standing up, he has prosthetic legs too. And there's no testicles, though, because, as I was going to say, yeah, oh. otherwise he might have, he could have maybe had kids of the donor DNA. That's what I was going to ask. I understand. Yeah, he could have. So they right? chose not to have the testes, I guess, but uh, so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, that was my whole question. That was going to be my whole debate through this whole thing was like, would you take the balls? Well, it depends. Like, they, they didn't want to have kids, so right. I guess you wanted to, but There's even no then they're point. not your kids. <laughs> like, it's a free vasectomy. I don't know. You, just to you know what? They balls. are your kids. I mean, if you have a dead man. No, they're not. I don't know if they would. Because. <laughs> It's not your DNA making that. I understand. Sperm. I'm not saying that, but like literally. Oh, you mean like yeah? This is my. The, I'm the father of this child. I'm not even saying it that way. I'm, all, I'm more saying like, dude, that guy is dead, and you have his balls. They technically that's your DNA now on like paper, <laughs> like on, on the letter of the law. But um, they also they gave this guy a bone marrow transplant from that guy, and that's why it, the dick didn't get rejected. So <gasps> that's cool. So your bone helps with your bone. Yeah. Cool. So I was going to ask you if you would do this because I was thinking of doing it because I'm getting sick of stepping on it. The tip. On my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the other joke. Here's the other joke. Um, I think it's kind of funny because it's uh, it basically be like, hey, oh, because he has to take anti-rejection pills uh-huh. every day. Anti-rejection That's the other pills. thing too. Because he, he has to take those every day. So I was like, oh, honey, don't forget to take your dick don't fall off pills. <laughs> That's a pill you would never forget to take, right? Like if I don't take this pill, my dick will fall off. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're going back to break and we're going to come back with a story about cats being made into telephones. No. Sean, he was uh, teasing a story about a cell phone cat or uh, some type <laughs> of phone cat, and I just imagine a cell phone is going to end up in the cat. So uh, this story actually takes place in 1929, so well before cell Says the making of the first story told us. What now? He's setting the story just like he did. This takes place in 1929 <laughs> when an acorn fell on the hood <laughs> and I saw Captain Picard. No fucking acorn. It was an anvil. You should see the dent. Either way. So this took place in 1929. Bit of an older story here. Sorry, folks. You know, we're not the most current podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're it, we find things that we'd like to hear about. We are better than most things. Though. That's true. Hey-o. And so uh, it's out of Princeton. And it's two scientists, Ernest Weaver and Charles Bray. They thought, hey, why can't we just turn a cat into a telephone like we've all wanted to do? Especially Charlie from It's Always Sunny. I just want to get that out of there. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, no, he tried to talk to spiders using a telephone. My bad. Ernest is a very 1929 name, too. <laughs> that is. Yeah, yeah that uh, kind, of, kind of sounds like the kind of guy who would try to turn a cat into a, into a cat, uh, phone. So what these guys did was they removed part of the cat's skull. Okay. 
attached an electrode. Nothing wrong so far. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> attached an electrode to the animal's auditory nerve, the right one. I mean, who hasn't done that? And then another to the cat's body. So okay. a positive and negative, essentially. They, and then on the other side of that, they attached it to an amp and then to a receiver, like a telephone. Okay. Uh, you know, an output input. And to their surprise, when they whispered or talked into the cat's ear, they could hear on the other side of the line. So basically the cat was like a cord, right? Just connecting the... No, it was the microphone. The cat's ear was the microphone. Oh. What a trick. Wait, they talked into the ear or they yes. listened into the ear? They talked into the ear and could hear what they were saying on the other side. Oh. Via the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look this up, and I actually got this one from Ripley's Believe It or Not. Believe it, it or not, yeah, I, I choose not to. Be, it says Believe It or Not, so I say not. I choose not. <laughs> I choose not. Wow. Yeah, I thought. Can we also say, could you apply this to humans for some reason? Well, <laughs> like, that's what I think. In the post-apocalyptic world, like when you have uh, a cell, when you have a phone on the wall, and you're like, oh, the receiver's busted. Let me just. Jack, come here for a second. You, you just get call cold. over your buddy yeah. and crack open his skull, like stick an electrode in his right auditory nerve, and then attach the other one, you know, to his finger. To a f- and then you use the Collapse OS operating system that we learned about yes. to get your all your old cell phones and cash registers together. <laughs> get, get a cat. <laughs> you need the cat. I know. Like, need I need a cat. I need to get this operating system. I need some phones, uh, an apple, and as much copper tubing as you give me. Uh, so I thought the trippiest part about this was, um, so they had great success and then they decided to great kill the success. cat and try again. You're and bullshitting. No. Oh man. That cat was I'm leaving. As soon as they touched it. Hey, no. <laughs> Why you leave that part out next time, man? The cat was dead as soon as they talked into that That's ear, true. man. I don't know if we all do that. <laughs> oh, the time period makes sense I, too. Of course. Testing on animals For and sure. shit. Yeah. I thought he was dead. During the whole time I was reading this, I was like, oh, yeah, they killed a cat and used its brain to do this. And, like, that's fun. And then at the very end of this article, I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, you know, they killed it. And then tried again. And I was like, he was alive? Yeah. Like, you're cracking this thing Well, uh, I actually assumed the whole thing was that way because I think the brain is the thing that's transferring the whatever the fuck. Right? Like, it makes sense. Given the first, electrical impulses. When he first told the story, I'm like, big deal. I was almost like, big deal because it's almost like I connect my right hand to like electricity source, my left one to a source. I'm just a wire. Ooh, I'm a. But then when you said like, no, he was the microphone. That's kind of like that's kind of complex and like weird. Like really? So the, so the cat it's was just, hearing. It's that the the membrane in your ear mimics the membrane in a microphone and la ti da. Well, that's interesting. It was still analog. It's not like it's digital like we're doing now. So it doesn't convert it to a code. That wasn't a it's digital a... signal they made through the cat. <laughs> Well, I, I feel that's important to. It's all better than we have now. It's like fucking HD through the like, Whoa, <laughs> fucking. Did it say anything in there about why they chose a cat over any other animal? I'm that's just a curious. Great question, yeah. no. Okay. But I did double check that this was real. Okay. And there's a shit ton of topics on this. I'd so be, that is cool. Although I'd be curious what other scientific feats Ernest and what, what's his face did. Charles. Yeah. Whatever. The Chester hell. the cat. Yeah. Ernie and Charlie. Well, I already did kind of one gross. Do you want another kind of gross one, or do you want to go one maybe not as gross? Uh, you know, yeah. Take us, give us a high one. I want, I want to. All right. I want to be nice. So I want to feel about poop. No, I'm kidding. Okay. So, I read this uh, article. It was about a VR skin technology that I thought was interesting because everything's kind of going into the VR Ooh. world. Does that mean uh, haptic feedback, like you see in Ready Player One? 
haptic feedback. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, Look it up. It I, is. It is. It probably is. It's basically it, it vibrates. Yeah, it's a silicone like soft skin. They call it. And um, hold on, give me a second. You got me all <laughs> Ready Player well, so One. In Ready Player all. One, they <laughs> yeah. use it. They they they. Um, it's a bodysuit, essentially a wetsuit that uh, conforms to your curves. And then uh, when you feel something in the virtual world, like a punch to your rib, you feel that in the real world. You know, yeah. th- this thing reacts and tightens up and ex- you know gives you that experience somehow. It basically so is sex. That. We're waiting for the big sex. Yeah, version. I know. Well, yeah. that's kind of the whole thing. But like, it, it basically is a soft skin. It's a material that has a chip, sensors, actu- actuators uh-huh. uh, that um, the wearer could feel mechanical vibrations through the skin. So you kind of feel like a vibration as of now. It doesn't like contract or do anything like that. Oh, okay. What's kind of funny is it doesn't need batteries. Well, first of all, it doesn't need batteries, so it kind of has inductive charging, just like the wireless charging with your cell phone. Interesting. But they said what. People are like, what is this application for? And they're like, oh, it's for parents that can hug their children when they're <laughs> far away. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, people oh in the VR world can feel uh, apples and things uh, like that. Engineers can use it to turn models in 3D and feel where things gonna are going to be. It's going to be used by truckers to catfish dudes. And it's going <laughs> to be a whole weird thing like... You go to chat rooms, right? I think it's, I already thought about it. Okay, so wait. Do you have anything to say before I think about the weirdness of this technology? Because online was, well, multiplayer laser tag, that would be sick. With that, they did mention the games are like uh, in the game you could you could feel the blows from the game. I'm like, why would you yeah. want to feel the blows? Like, <laughs> See, like, laser tag would be sick because it just vibrates and you know you get hit. And that's enough. How would you but, run and hide and dodge? I guess you'd have to just do it. Well, in, in VR, area. you can control with other ways. You have the little you have the little batons that you can move with, and, and you know you can warp to stuff by jumping to it. And other yeah. Things. So that's my next question is, what are the capabilities of this thing? Does it – so you said um, it, it has vibrates. servos and it just vibrates. Chip it, sensors, actuators, and actuators. how it kind of works right now, they said – right now it kind of it works like on, that word. On, t- on touch screen. So someone touches something on the screen and uh, it vibrates the part that it's touching or something. Okay. So, so I mean it's just – right now it sounds like it's just a little more programmed to get that It kind of was getting with. my mind ready for like – I'd imagine the skin would – because it's in this silicon-like material. They say soft skin. They keep calling it soft skin too. Again, to fuck it, I'm assuming. Um, it probably has all these actuators that move. Like So if pressure happened, it would maybe just move and hit the skin really hard. So you just feel – Pistons, I guess I'm trying to think of. Like maybe like little pistons are going to start being installed in these things. I basically got interested in the story because it makes me think of the future again. It's almost like a weird holodeck thing. Like before the holodeck where you had all the holograms do this stuff, maybe this is like the weird low-tech version where you have to put this weird condom-like suit on. Like, oh, animal. And you put the hood on. And then you put your goggles on. And then you're like in the Skyrim world or something. And then if someone hits you, you with, it's like... <laughs> have you not seen Ready Player One? I have. I've read the book. Yeah, I know. So... Like this is everything this, this you're is describing, the yeah, I don't, I don't think it's such a strange concept. I, think I don't think it is either. I'm saying this is the first step according to it by now. Like I'm ready for that world. I don't know. Oh, I'm ready for it. Although it is one of those not ready like, player one world, but just the idea of the last time we used a uh, Grundle's fucking VR, we had a great time. Like uh, oh, I'm I'm all for when the computers. Take what was that red game? Uh, oh, super super hot. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, that game was fun. No, yeah. dude, if you had a chance. And Beat Saber too. I don't know if he had it, but I played it with someone else. I've never beat Saber. You know what this reminds me of right here is uh I remember years and years and years ago seeing a TED talk on the idea of using a touchscreen and putting two fingers on it and and it expanding outward and that would zoom in the image. There was a TED talk on the guy who invented that technology. And then like six months later it was everywhere. 
So that's what this reminds me of. It sounds like a great technology. Mm-hmm. And then if you can get a programmer behind it that wants to utilize it for a game, then you're going to see it in no time and it's going to be everywhere. Oh, definitely. Like I imagine just even that idea of getting some type of sensation and you feel the game. If you're just sitting there in some little suit and then something hits your arm, almost like a punch yeah. or something, you're like, oh shit, what is that? And I don't know, maybe like a lightsaber or something if someone hits you. Then you have to add heat. <laughs> add some heat to it too. So if you get burned, you know, if you get burned from wizards and stuff. Those wizard rocks. Yeah. They're coming at you, bro. All right, let's see. What do you want to see? What do you want to see? You want to see uh, stars, lasers, or inhospitable? 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 Inhospitability. That's the one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, let's not In- do that one. <laughs> like, how about, how about that one? Right. You should, so between what and what? I'm oh. a little partial to lasers. Lasers? Oh, I was going to say stars. Oh, see. Which one do you I'm like gonna better? I'm going to shoot a laser at your star. Which one do you like better then between lasers and stars? I'm going to do lasers. Woo! I got to give it up to lasers. Suck it. Everybody yes, loves lasers. Suck. We don't like em. lasers. Show me one person who does it. Well, the Amish. Wake <laughs> up, you <laughs> drunk fuck. <laughs> so, uh, researchers have transmitted energy with a laser. As opposed to how they used to just do it through radio waves. You know, we have, we have proven that technique to be uh, in existence. It's not necessarily viable, but it's in existence. We the talked idea. about it on the show a long time ago. Yeah, and so our old method is, was um, two small towers, probably a couple feet across, that would use radio waves to transmit energy to one another. This new method uses a laser that from two 13-foot towers, and it transmitted, uh, <clears throat> let's see, 400 watts of power across 325 meters. So. I'm so American. I'm like, meters must convert to other, to American. Yeah, I'm going to look up 25 meters. Although that's still transferring. That makes me think of Tesla already. Have you heard all those stories? How he he, he can, he beamed energy like miles away and we still can't do that stuff. I know. Maybe we're starting to do it, right? stories and shit. Okay, Mr. Cat Phone. <laughs> those are all stories, like Tesla stories, I believe, more the cat phone. You bring you bring your Tesla stories next time. Oh, I will. I'll bring more cat phones. I will. But your Tesla's cat phone would be way better than Ernest. I'll tell you all about <laughs> Ernest. Ernest and Charlie. Tesla would kick Ernest's turn. Way Charlie. better. A day. Jesus. So these lasers. <laughs> I like that they're beaming stuff. I wonder if you can, like charge stuff or send energy to things. Or I'm already thinking like aliens <laughs> sending energy and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's the ultimate <laughs> purpose. But for now, we uh, they transmitted DC power, which was converted to AC power, which was on the other side converted to uh, run lights, <clears throat> laptops, and a coffee maker. A, a laptop is lights and la- uh, the coffee maker big deal but the laptop that's a lot multiple of power. laptops 400 watts i'm ignorant to power How yeah much? you and me both but that it sounds <laughs> like a great feat because well the light i'm sure that's okay 400 watts yay but the laptop that must have been i bet you some so uh, the navy watts. the navy was really excited about this need to find a, a laptop thank you <laughs> how many watts do you need because he said 400 right that makes sense for Coffee maker? Fuck, Furbies can run a coffee maker, right? But that's a heating element. That draws a lot of power. Oh. Is that 400 watts of power? I, no. <laughs> obviously not. But okay. It still draws a significant amount versus yeah. like an LED light. No, it's still cool. I'm like, I'm, I'm curious. Are they, is the heat, is the receptor the thing that's getting the power from the laser? Or the laser is actually transferring the power? The laser on one end ha- starts with the power and shoots it. Or the, excuse me, the tower starts with the power. 
and shoots it through a laser beam at another tower. It accepts which it. then yeah accepts it and takes it into these various machines and whatnot. Converts it into DC power. It's thirty watts to run a laptop. Between fifteen and thirty, and you said. 400. 400. That's, yes, that's easily more. Oh. You could charge it with wow. 400. See, there you go. I thought 400 watts almost sounded maybe low, but 30 watts sounds, sounds like really ridiculously low. low. I'm surprised. I guess <laughs> we're thinking of the the light bulbs. Don't they say like 90 watts and whatever? I uh, guess I guess in power it's different. Is so uh just 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 let you all know we don't know anything we're talking about. Like <laughs> we have never claimed to be experts and never will. So um so the next, who is smart, please let us know. The next phase of this is to test beaming power to unmanned aerial vehicles. It's farther away. Much like they do with uh, refueling in air currently with jets and the, the fuelers hose. that like hose up to yeah, them. Like yeah, like just sink it up. And so uh, that's their next step like, is to beam power to one of these UAVs. And then from there... If I could think of the possibilities, you well, could you beam have stuff this that to... never lands. Yeah, you could. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then you could send Satellite. these other lasers up with them with their own power sources. Could you beam? Could you? Because a laser obviously goes. Haven't you heard that when you do like science? They're like when you do a laser point to the sky, like you're sending that laser to the other side of the galaxy. It's going out there, even though there's probably not the power. But a laser is a. It's still light, so you can. Could you beam it? I'm thinking of the Voyager mission right now. Okay. What if we like, had that perfect alignment of a laser to go zzz, and like send a laser power and like power up faraway satellites? See what I'm saying? Uh, yes, they, I do. They have to be like aligned perfectly. I'd imagine like how, like a straight line perfectly. Well, so I used to work with laser machines, production laser machines, and how they worked at least was a focus. You have a lens that focuses it, and so you can. Uh, you can use various lens to get different depths and whatnot. And so I'm sure they're, what we're dealing with here is far more complicated. But in a basic sense, it's an hourglass. And your goal is to, on one side of that hourglass, turn it sideways. And on one side of that is your laser source. And the hourglass is the laser. What it does is it eventually cones it. in and then reverses out. And that being said, um, your goal is to get that object in the center of that hourglass where it cones in. That is like the perfect reference point. That's why you can burn um, ants. Oh. With lasers? With lasers. But that that being said, um, a laser also has the unique property of having a straight line as a light. But it's it still cones out a bit. Lasers are not infinite. Sounds like we need kyber crystals. But then the laser would just bend back on itself and become solid and useless. So you do know about them. Wow. Oh, you dude. You just passed the test, bro. I've been to Disneyland. I've he been knows to Star Wars stuff. Did you know that, Mr. E there? That was a... Duh. No, you didn't. <laughs> of course he, I that, did. He's like, That was Duh. one of my questions in the game. You ruined it. You don't know kyber crystals. Uh, no, of course I didn't. Well, for those who don't know, kyber crystals are Oh, isn't crystals. that the crystal you need to make a lightsaber? It is. See, I <laughs> know what it is. Yeah, there you go. yeah, I do know what it is. It no, is. See, I told you. I read the books. You let me borrow them. So yeah, there I know we my go. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got on lasers. It's super exciting. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. We could take a break we'll, and we'll, then. We'll, go yeah, to... what's the time? Like, I either do this other. Oh, you have I'm... it up in front. Time's current. Oh, I have the hi in front of me. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna one. edit that out. All right, yeah, this so. will be my yeah. So I want to tell you about this. This is another cool thing. I thought, even though I don't know, it's kind of kind of an odd topic. Maybe back on the uh, the dick transplant topic, but it's it's for the future. 
This, awesome. is, this is good for the future. So Loving it. there is a new shit-resistant coating out there that's very, very <laughs> awesome. And I want to talk about it briefly. And I know everyone's going to be like, fuck you, Max, and blah, blah, blah. But this is going to help us save water. Help us save water, asshole. <laughs> like, don't you want to save water wow. on the planet? So Listen to how passionate he's getting. <laughs> he's talking about... No. Is it fecal-phobic? Does that mean you're scared of shit, or what do you well, mean? Well, <laughs> they have they have materials that are hydrophobic, which is uh, water oh. wicks off them. So this would be fecal phobic. It you're right, hydrophobic. Is, it is essentially that. It is essentially that. It's actually another silicon thing. We did two silicon topics because the other one was the skin with the silicon oh, weird yes. thing. Now it's the silicon or silicone is the is the shit. Is it silicone or silicon? I don't know. <laughs> That's like, is it data or data? <laughs> like, no, like, no. Silicone <laughs> is a material. <laughs> Silicon is like oh. what an abstract technology concept or some shit like Silicon Valley no. or a material <laughs> used in spelling. making technology. It's the same spelling, bro. Okay, silicon. Yeah, silicon. Well, because when I think silicon, I think of the weird baking material. <laughs> that's why I'm like, that's what it is. That's what it is. I yeah. know. I know. <laughs> what I say, silicon. I I don't know. I you like Tron. Know. Whatever. Do you fuck call you it Silicon Valley? I, well, yeah, everyone calls it that. Everyone calls it Silicon Valley. Are you sure? But that's no. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't live there. But okay, shut the fuck up, everyone. All right, so this stuff. Here's I gotta tell you about this shit. All right, so so it's called. You know what? Fuck this show. I'm, not, I'm done with you. No, no, hit it, hit it. Come on. You, you gotta take this seriously. You guys gotta like, or get out of the class. Okay. So it's called liquid entrenched smooth surface, or it's called less for sure. <laughs> and it's a, it's basically slipperier than Teflon. And long story short, it's a coating that you spray on the inside of like a toilet bowl, and the shit won't stick to the side of the toilet bowl. Vaporize. Oh. It'll like ninety percent less stick than normal bowls. That are what's happening now? So in theory, if everyone had this stuff. You'd have to use less water per flush, and you'd save a lot of water. But what really made me laugh is why I made this as a story is, okay, so I thought you'd like it because of the application, because you're always into materials and shit. I am. I, I think am. about you for these topics. <laughs> I know you love poop. And so here's how it works. So here's how it works. If you want, if you want to coat your own toilet, so coating has two parts. The base layer binds to the uh, to the to the toilet bowl and has protruding nano hairs. Then, a fine coating of, of silicone, silicon, no silicone oil is applied to the hair so it like holds it in place and it makes this super slippery surface. And it takes only five minutes to apply, and then your your shit just flies off. <laughs> and what really made me laugh too is. This is a scientist had to study all this stuff. The Penn, Penn State University, they did this. Uh-huh. And they, they said his name and stuff. And they got, here's how they did the experiment. Um, they got like a, imagine like a flat table with a trap door, like a hangman's thing. You know what I mean? Like someone standing. Okay. But so instead of someone standing on the trap door, they would drop shit on that trap door. Oh. They dropped fake shit and then they dropped real shit. And they'd drop it on the porcelain like material trap door <laughs> and then they'd let trap door go and then see if it sl- slid off. And then they would, and they do with the coating. So they do coating, not coating. That's how they figure this out. But the whole time I was imagining like, the scientists like maybe like six inches from the from the trap door, like looking <laughs> and just flattering in his face and, no, and no, being no. so serious about it. And like yes, yes. That's your SNL sketch version of that. Of that, yeah, exactly. But I know it's kind of stupid, but 
long story short, really in the future, if we did apply this type of technology to the toilets, it would make them way more efficient, way more resources. Not to get too old, like, oh, man, see the planet, man. But that being said, might as well make things more efficient. So well, it is kind of a cool technology, but... I mean, was it... And it's important. That's why we're the fucking Western world. We are who we are, because we have sanitation. Who developed this shit? It was developed Penn State specifically University. for shit. Actually, I read really deep into the article. They mentioned um, they they were approached, because they make a lot of s- slick stuff, pretty much. Like, cool. Teflon-like materials. And bathrooms in other countries, they were getting a lot of, you know, not a, not a lot of sanitation there. And so this would just – a public bathroom, it would be less likely to just be dirty. And the bacteria doesn't build up as much at all either. I mean, can you coat the walls in this shit too? Like I want to – Well, we're still experimenting with it because yeah. some people were mentioning – because it doesn't last forever. That's yes. what's It's not a it, – What's its life? They mentioned thing? 500 flushes and then someone else – Oh, but then amazing. The, but then another part said maybe 50 flushes it was pee, a lot of pee. So – That's what most of it is. But if it was 50 flushes, that wouldn't be – you know, cost effective. So, you know, they're still trying to figure this stuff out, but the idea is kind of sound. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the idea sounded cool. Like, I actually kind of sounded cool. Like if we made, like, instead of making this coating, we should just make the toilets with this stuff going forward and replace the toilets or something. And it does reduce the bacteria. That's what was interesting because they can't clean. So in other countries, it'd be good. And that's well, what the, the future, the future is bright and clean. Speaking about uh, taking shit breaks, we're about to take a break. And we might come back with a game. Or, or not. <laughs> no, we're not. We'll probably come back with a game. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> if you're lucky. And welcome back to Better Than Most Things. This is your producer, Mr. E, for your segment of Mr. E's Mysteries. And we have another game for both Sean and Max to take part in. This game will be another trivia game. However, this one will not be about Star Trek. This one will be movie quote trivia. Now, the way this game works is all of these quotes are from movie franchises. So they have more than one movie in them. If you guess the franchise of the quote, you get one point. If you guess the na- the movie, the exact movie it comes from in the franchise, you get a double point. Oh my so you gosh. get two points for okay. that. Okay. Okay. Wow. There's eight questions. If there so happens to be a tie, I do have a tiebreaker set up. Once I read the question, you guys can buzz in at any time by saying your own name, not Trip. Okay. Wow, <laughs> Is this after I, I you read? Any time during I, when I read the question, you guys can buzz in. Okay. What? Is the question, a, it's just a quote. It's not really a question. It's, it's a quote. just a quote. Okay. So I'm going to read it. Right. And then you guys can buzz in and you have to, you can either say the franchise or the movie, the movie the or both. Correct. If you don't name, let's say you name the franchise, but not the movie, the other player will have a person to steal for that extra point. Okay. Fascinating. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. Awesome. I'm just wondering what franchises we know. Okay. All right. These all right. Are, these should all be things that you guys know. <laughs> yeah. That you guys know. Okay. Okay. He said there was a Star Trek question earlier. Any other questions before you get started here? I'd, once again, like the last game, during uh, after each question, just give me a few seconds to mark the points for the whoever answered it right, and then we'll keep going. Okay. Let's do it. Let's see. All right. Here we go, Ready? ladies and gentlemen. First question. Remember, I'll be reading these as quotes. Here we go. The first quote, in the pipe, five Sean. by five. Yes, Sean. Aliens. That is correct. From the franchise. So that's Alien. two points. Come on. <laughs> that is a bull. 
They use that. They use that drop in uh, Starcraft. Starcraft. Yeah, the yeah. drop. Oh, I don't even. Oh, that's how I originally yeah. learned about it. <laughs> yeah. In the okay. Back. Yeah, Did that's that's back. that's the easy one. These other ones are pretty easy, but okay. Right. Second dirty. question. That woman deserves her revenge, and we deserve to die. Sean. Yes. Oh. It's the Kill Bill franchise. That's one point. And I'm going to say. It's from volume two. That's two more points. Ah, all right. Okay. All right, Max. You, you gotta get your <laughs> Give me like a slight. Well, that was, oh. <laughs> He said he could buzz in whenever. I understand, but it's like, God, I need. All right. Here I need we go. six words. <laughs> Question three. A wizard is never late. Sean. No. So- no! <laughs> That's I hate this buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Sean. That's from Harry Potter franchise. And Incorrect. Oh, Max has a chance to steal. Yeah, five seconds. Can I get the whole question? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, can I? You want to? Re- I'll reread it for you. No, yeah. I know okay. who it is. That's fucking. Uh, it's the Lord of the Rings. Okay, that's one point. Oh, and it's the it. Lord of the Rings franchise. I mean, uh-huh. which which movie from Lord of the Rings? Oh, it's the first one. Yes. Um, full titles, please. I know. There's two towers: Return of the King, and the first one's uh. The, Chance the, to steal? The, the guy, no, the guys together. The Chance to steal? No, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up for a second. Like, God. The three, two. The Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring. Yeah. Hey! Okay. All right. God. All right. Are we allowed to. Sh- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask to steal every second. <laughs> you get God. All right. Just like that, it's four to two. Question out of four. My anus. Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. That sounds familiar, but not enough to say my name. Uh, Five seconds. Max. There's no okay. getting wrong. Um, it, it, that's not a franchise. I was say Eternal Sunshine <laughs> thing. Um, Three. Star Trek. Two. Actually, Five. there is a penalty. You just lost those two. There's no, no penalties. <laughs> we know that. That's why. Sean, chance to steal. Five seconds. Okay. I'm going to say Harry Potter. That's correct. Oh, Okay. Um, that was Dumbledore talking about his light dealy do. And I'm, what, what movie? What movie? I'm going to say, uh, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's the you. last one. You don't even it's know Harry oh, Potter. I'm going to say, uh, Deathly Hallows part one. No. God damn. <laughs> that is incorrect. Is that, okay, you well, do what? have five points though. It's from, uh, I didn't write down the name, but it's from the first one. Oh, the like Sorcerer's Stone? Yeah, yeah Sorcerer's, Sorcerer's Stone. Ah, yeah. okay. Sounds like the light thing. Okay. Next question. You didn't even know. Okay. Here we go. Question five. How do we find the adult? Just follow the screams. Max. Yes, Max. That's the Jurassic Park franchise. That's and one. It's the Lost World. He's got it. Whoa. Nicely done. Nicely done. Well done. Man. Okay. Fucker. <laughs> that would hurt, I bet. You know Jurassic World. You take that, Sean. Oh, God, All right. Okay. Question six. This one is going to be a good one. If you strike me down, I shall Max. become more powerful. <laughs> yes. Star Wars. Bitch. And obviously, a new hope. You were quick on that. Good job. Just like that, Max has the lead six to five. Damn. Okay, let's do this. All right. How many questions remain? Two questions left. All right. Game faces. And the last one is a wild card. All right. Question seven. It's not who I am underneath. Sean. Max. God, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. You guys are so quick at that. I hate God you. damn. Sean. Uh, Batman begins. Yes. Who cares? <laughs> what was the quote? 
Uh, it's not who I, I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Yeah, okay. Damn, we had you this guys on the show. Fucking fast. Yeah, three that. episodes. That's we did that. Oh, we did that. We got you. did that quote. Nice throwback. For the other game, uh, I think we found a Transformer coming to you uh, <laughs> Tuesdays at night. Okay. Last question. Question eight. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> All right, name that movie. is... Fuck you. Okay, uh-huh. so it's Transformers uh-huh. franchise. That's one point. That yeah, puts you much, seven. It, it's the... Th- Fourth one. That is correct it's, to win the game. Well, no, I didn't say the name. I didn't say the name. I didn't say the name. It's uh, is that the? Oh wait, I have the name here. It's it's the one where Anthony Hopkins is in it. It's oh, like, you got five seconds. I want to say it's like it's not Revenge Sean of the Fallen. Has, oh. It's not Revenge of the Fallen. It's the other one. It's three, like, two, either Dark Side one. Of the oh, that's incorrect, Sean. If you steal this, he got it. He, whatever you he can win the it. game. Mr. E. I believe the title Three, Max was looking for two, was one. Transformers Age of Extinction. No, that, that is Age correct. of Extinction. Ah! So I said the fourth one. To win the game by one point. Sean, I said the fourth one. Our game he pulled it out of his ass with the Harry Potter shit, too. He doesn't even, he doesn't even have a wand. <laughs> Fuck this guy. You have a wand? That's the game. Well, no, but gentlemen. you don't either. Like You don't know. And the tiebreaker question, just to throw it out there, was... Okay. And this wasn't even a movie Master quote. Master of the this Universe is right name, here. Yeah. Get your game face. All right. Wait, that wasn't the last... No, this is the... If there was a tiebreaker, we, I would have oh, read so this. so we already won, but, but okay. I'm going to throw it out okay. there. Master of the Universe. I'll take this one. Name the actor who said this line. Oh. I hope my death makes more sense than my life. And sense is spelled C-E-N-T-S. Sean. Yes, Sean. You'd be guessing. I'm guessing. I'm absolutely guessing. I mean, I'd be too. But I'm going to say... Um, Remember, it's name the actor. Yeah. That's the curve. I have a guess. I'm going to say Michael Douglas. Incorrect. I'd okay. say Robin Williams. Incorrect. That's Joaquin Phoenix from Joker. Oh. So that would have been a good tiebreaker question. I was thinking Michael Douglas from um, Wall Streets and whatnot. I feel like I got closer to the right Please. answer. I think Robin Williams is closer to Joaquin Phoenix than Michael Douglas. <laughs> so I think I got What it. role did you see him say that in, though? I thought it just sounded like a movie quote. Yeah, Wait, it was, was a movie it, quote. It, it was wasn't a movie quote. No, it was. Oh, I was I just wondering, like, said. if you if you pictured Robin Williams in some name role the actor whom said this line. Oh. Who said this line should be? Yeah, anyways, all right. I don't know. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Better Than Most Things. It was. Uh, I, I had a good time this time. It was fun. I did till the end. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> and, then I, and then I lost again. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Please keep in mind we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed here, we encourage you to research them for yourself. Let us know if we miss anything. And as always, submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter, Instagram, at btmt underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.